You're listening to Sobriety with Ari Eastman. Hey, that's me. Well, hello, everybody, and welcome to another episode of... Well, hello, Ari. Well, hello, Ari. It's so nice to have another cup of sobriety. Uh, yeah, let me tell you something. Uh, my brain is empty today. Brain, no thoughts, zero thoughts, head empty. I had like, I don't know, one thought this morning and it's gone. It's gone. I should have sat down, should have recorded, but I am feeling, I'm feeling very run down. I've had, listen, it was a pretty difficult, uh, last week. Um, our family dog really, um, unexpectedly and uh tragically passed away and um this is a good way to start the podcast right don't you love um don't you love the uplifting energy of in the first minute or so being like yes so a dog is dead yeah sorry uh listen i don't want that energy either you think i asked for this energy i didn't but anyway that's where my head was this past week um and again it was totally unexpected uh totally random thing that no one could have foreseen and um and it's always hard because I live 300 miles away from my family so it's like I am uh I'm about a five to six hour drive from them and we are I'm very close to my family I really enjoy my time with them and whenever things like this happen it does make me kind of question how much of a benefit I really get get living in LA to be quite honest I think I've had LA as this thing it's like this is where I went to college I went to UCLA I grew up so obsessed with pop culture and film and the making of the making of everything that is pop culture right and LA is the is the is the pinnacle for that it's the center of that and then UCLA film school was my dream for so long and I made that dream happen and that was something too that was such a such a random I mean okay I, this is going to sound very douchey and very tooting of my own horn which I am tooting my own horn but um, the acceptance rate for UCLA film school was like a really really tiny percentage because at the time I think they may have changed it to four years but at the time when I went it was an only only a two-year program and basically they would hold 15 spots for internal transfers so people who were already at UCLA And then they would hold 15 spots for external transfers. So, you know, my graduating class was like 30 people, which is obviously a really, really, really tiny, tiny, tiny program. And I went to community college for my first two years for many reasons. One, financially, I wanted to save money because because my dad was a college professor and my parents were both like really, really in the kind of like education background. I was privileged enough to have a college fund that was started for me, but it wasn't a huge college fund and it would basically cover me if I if I did two years at um, a university or, or a school or state school, wherever I went, but it wouldn't cover me for four years. So I really thought, okay, like the first two years, you're doing your general eds anyway. Like it's so silly this like pressure we put on people the idea that you have to go to a school for four years when from the learning standpoint everything I got at junior college which is also like can we not I mean I don't know if that's what we're calling I don't know what we're really calling them anymore community college junior college it's like 
there's like a weird stigma to it of like, oh, it's like not real college. It is real college. You're you're learning and having the exact same fucking classes that you would with your general eds. And if anything, I actually feel like I got a better education because my class sizes were smaller than they would have been if I was at UCLA the whole time. I also really fucked around a lot towards the end of high school. And by fucked around, I mean, I just didn't go to class. And by didn't go to class, I mean, my mom would literally call me out. I would have excused absences. I just hated school. I hated, and I didn't hate the school aspect. I hated everything else. I hated the social structure. I hated being around these people. I really, you know, I got into, I I was in a really dark space after my dad died. And then after my first boyfriend broke up with me, because that was like a weird mimicking of my dad dying because I hadn't processed that. So I was really like angry for a lot of high school and I just had so much anxiety and my anxiety manifested in a lot of health stuff with like my stomach and my gut and my digestive system. So I would also feel physically ill at school so often. And it's it's like, yes, was it related to my anxiety? Yeah, but it doesn't negate the fact that I was physically feeling it. So I would be physically nauseous or like having stomach aches. And so I just like didn't go to school. I just like didn't do homework. I really, I just didn't care. I didn't care. And because there was a part of me that knew I was going to go to community college for, for the first two years, I, and I didn't have to apply to college the way everybody else was, it's like it didn't really fucking matter to me because I knew that they were only going to look at what I did in college and they weren't even going to look at my high school transcripts. So yeah, I just like really kind of checked out. And then I went to, when I went to community college, I was like, all right, these are the two years I now have to actually do my shit and hopefully transfer to UCLA film school which had been like I had other like safety schools but for so long all I wanted was to go to the film program at UCLA it was like on my vision board from like 14 onwards that's all I wanted but again it's like that that acceptance rate 15 external transfers 15 people of how many I don't know how many people but 15 people get accepted into the program so it's not just about your grades like I had a 4.0 when I was at community college but you know it's like your portfolio and interviews and all that stuff so it was it was it honestly was like really crazy that I even got accepted because those are crazy statistics so where the fuck was I going with all this anyway so I went to UCLA film school and I did really love the program. I, my first year there, because I had two years there, my, my junior, my senior year, my junior year was really like, it was so difficult at first because moving away from my mom was one of the most traumatic things, honestly. Like, it sounds silly, but it was so traumatic to leave her. But I ended up having, like, really coming into my own and, like, discovering a lot of things about myself. And it was a really fun, interesting program. But I also kind of had moments there where I was like, you know, do I have the drive to be in this film industry because it is so hard and it demands so much from you? And maybe I've, maybe I've, do you guys ever have moments where you've had something that's quote unquote your dream for so long? It's this thing and you define yourself by it and it's this goal and it's just like you create almost like who you are around it. And then sometimes when you actually really get access to what that dream might entail, you kind of go, oh, maybe I don't like aspects of this or like maybe my dream has changed. And that can feel very, um, 
that can feel very scary and um, make you kind of question yourself and like question, wait, but this, but I've, but I've spent so much time. I spent so much time convincing myself that this is the thing. And if it's not actually the thing, then what the fuck now? And it's a very turbulent, uneasy feeling. And I know I had that because I always was like, oh, I want to be a director. Then I went to film school and I was like, oh, I do not have the personality type to be a director. I don't like this. I didn't ever want to be directing people on set. Like, So that's why ultimately I ended up going down the screenwriting path because the constant in my life, the thing I've always enjoyed is storytelling and that storytelling comes through in different ways so um you guys where was I again where was I going with this oh yes so Los Angeles so I think sometimes I wonder I'm like do I just live in LA because it's just like oh I went to school here oh I have interest in pop culture and film and all this stuff and then you know and then it's like my career went down different paths and I and 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 I I I sometimes want to sit down and go like do I really want to be here? Like, why am I here? Like, what is the purpose of me being here in LA when the things that really, really make me happy, I can do, I think, probably anywhere, you know, podcasting, TikTok, as silly as that sounds, like creating content. I've always been able to create my own things. And something that also brings me a lot of joy and a lot of fulfillment and really, really eases a lot of the loneliness that's plagued me since my time here in LA is my family you know and the the relationships I have and especially like the relationship I have with my mom and so whenever these horrible things happen and I'm not there with them and I can't be there with them as a unit it really makes me go like what like what like what is what is important to me and I don't know I just kind of been thinking that lately I'm not saying I'm gonna like move but um I don't know. I haven't been happy in LA for a little bit. Um, Ironically, I was really happy throughout lockdown. Like, I know that's horrible to say, but I was, I, uh, 2020 on a personal level was a year that I fucking thrived. And I feel weird saying that because it's so at odds with like the world and most people. Um, But I had a, it was like a year where I really thrived. I felt really comfortable. I felt really safe. Again, as crazy as that sounds and like very privileged too, it was a good year for me. And like I loved my roommate. I loved the space that I was in mentally, creatively. Uh, There was just like a lot going on where I just like was like laughing all the time. Like I laughed more in 2020 than I've laughed in so long. And the past couple months have been kind of difficult for me. And I think, yeah, it's just like... You know, I I wonder, I'm like, when is the idea of a dream or the idea of a life or I don't know, just things that we just do because we've been doing them for so long? When do we deconstruct them and when do we dissect them and when do we actually say, you know what, this isn't serving me anymore or this isn't making me happy anymore? And I've had that a little bit, especially because I've started a new job, which I'm very excited about. It's a really awesome career opportunity with like things that I think are really going to elevate me. But it's also remote. They have an office in L.A., but I'm also a little bit like, I don't know how long it's going to be remote. If it could be remote forever, then maybe like maybe being closer to family 
would be more important to me again, you know? And I don't know. I just like, that's kind of been, I guess that's, you know, I said I had no thoughts. Apparently I do have thoughts and those are my thoughts. I have a tendency to stay in situations because I'm comfortable, not because I'm happy. And I think as human beings, a lot of times we are programmed that way because it's like a sense of survival, right? We seek out security. We seek out comfort. We seek out what we know. And happiness too, happiness is fleeting. Happiness is an emotion. It To me, happiness is not something that I can like pin my entire life on because especially as someone who suffers from depression and, you know, various mental health issues, it's it's actually healthier for me to look at happiness as something that um, comes and goes. And yes, of course, I always want to do things that are more likely to bring happiness to me, but also not to have it as like the thing that I spend my life going after because that actually feels... Um, to me personally, that feels uh, counterproductive for my happiness. I also feel like if I was home, I could talk my mom into being permanent co-host of this podcast. And um, I would personally love that. So uh, selfishly motivated. I don't know. It's just scary. It's scary to know when it's time to move on in certain aspects of your life. Um, and figuring out what's restlessness, what's normal, what's my inner gut my intuition telling me th something should change and maybe that's my I've been feeling very much like my surroundings need to change does that mean a different apartment does that mean a different city uh does that mean I mean even in silly ways I'm like I want to chop off all my hair and dye my hair and oh you know listen this could also be the fact that I'm about to turn 30 and I'm having like you know I'm having my turning 30 crisis um, but yeah, I've been feeling very, very like I want my, my surroundings need to change, but at the same time being afraid to do that because yeah, I'm a creature of habit and this creature of habit thinks it's time for it's something that made me happy this week. It's my pink cloud of sin. In a week of very, very few pink clouds and really mostly just dark, depressing, black clouds that um, are full of rain, um, the only thing I can think of is that um, my sims keep having twins. That's it. And that's it for this week's episode of Sobriety. As always, if you leave a rating, a review... Um, tell a friend. I know how annoying this shit is, but it does help. And um, you know, my goal, by the way, one of my one of my twenty twenty what year are we in? <laughs> one of my goals this year is to have five hundred reviews on Apple Podcasts. So, um, you know, we got we got a ways to go, but the year just started and that's that's listen, that's one of my goals that I'm putting out there. And it's partly on all of you. So are you gonna help me meet my goal? Or am are you gonna let me be a failure? You tell me. You tell me. All right, everyone. Talk to you next week. And oh, by the way, um, not next week, but the week after, we have a guest that I'm very, very excited about, especially those of you who are sober in the sober community, active on TikTok. It's going to be a real treat for you. So I'm excited for that. So until next week. Bye, everyone. Bye.